0: s yes. She was out. was like a community area, so there was grass, there was a fire pit, there were some picnic tables, and this was somewhere that she often hung out on this day. dispatcher asks if Hannah has, like, a history of staying out late, and her mother replies no, not after dark. Police were dispatched to Hannah's home, and they began searching for the teen. They searched through the apartment complex and the surrounding. that. recovering from surgery and he was there helping out. This man, as well as everyone in the area, was aware that a teenage girl was missing, so he decides Estimation of what he was seeing based on what he saw at the scene, um, but they basically wrote it off as someone who had no knowledge of the decomposition process and how quickly the body begins to change after death, so Dennis Creaseman was never considered a suspect by investigators. Hannah's father was brought in to ID his daughter's body. He later did an interview with Nancy Grace, in which he said that Hannah's body was in bad shape, and it appeared she had been in a fight, maybe with her killer. According to Jeff, he believed that she had been in a fight with another girl because she had a scratches on her face. Because the apartments were located in the city of Gainesville, the Gainesville City Police were the ones to investigate the case initially. However, the case would later be turned over to the county sheriff's department because the location where Hannah was found was actually in the county's jurisdiction and this didn't happen right away so the sheriff's office would later have to go back over the crime scene kind of rainstorm that had rolled in the night before. Investigators were working with a crime scene that had been disturbed, and the storm had destroyed a lot of evidence. Typically, the crime scene gives investigators a lot of clues and physical evidence. about Hannah, and specifically her movements, what she was doing in the days and hours leading up to her murder. While police were combing through Hannah's life, they paid special attention to her social media activity. While she didn't have a phone, she did have a Nintendo DS that she had been using She also had a Twitter account, and investigators became a little alarmed after seeing some of her tweets. In the days leading up to Hannah's murder, she made several cryptic tweets that have only added to the mystery in the case. On August 12th, Hannah tweeted, got me an ugly-ass stalker, end quote. Six days later, she tweeted twice. The first one was posted at 7 p.m. and said, quote, so scared right now. around town began and people started talking about a serial killer in the area, but police were pretty adamant that Hannah had been killed by someone she knew. It didn't seem like she had been forcibly brought into the woods, and there had been a lot of people out and about that evening when Hannah went missing, so believed if she had been taken against her will, someone would have seen or heard something. Because of this, police began interviewing classmates and friends right away. They tried to keep these interviews. we were not the only people in the school at this time. Grief counselors were also brought in to help the students deal with the tragedy. Most of the people interviewed had willingly spoke to police, but there were some people who refused to speak with them, although police never came out and named those individuals. case was big news. This teenage girl had been murdered, likely by someone she knew, and the killer was still at large. The attention this case picked up did bring some information and tips for police, so investigators began the process of looking into these leads and following up with everything hoping one of them would lead them to a suspect, but most of them were just dead ends. Not all of the tips that flooded in were useless, though. One tip came in, and police believed it was very credible. This witness came forward to tell police that they saw an unfamiliar car 23rd, which was the day Hannah had gone missing. According to this witness, the car, with three teenage boys inside, the killer, but they are saying that he is a person of interest, and they believe he may know something about Hannah's death. silver, but they think the car door was white and there was significant damage to the front end of the car. The man who is believed to be in his late teens or early twenties who was driving the local body shops thinking maybe the person who Not releasing it right now. They have had several persons of interest in the case and they've interviewed them, but they need someone with knowledge of what happened or any information about Anna's case. Okay.